0: I would just fart.
1: (laughs) The mic didn't pick that up.
0: (laughs) If it was one of your loud farts, it definitely would have picked that up. I
1: should have put the mic down by my butt.
0: Yeah. Anyway... Should we get
1: another mic for one to be positioned (laughs) by my butt?
0: We really should. A funny thing about Arrow is that he hates when you burp in his face. But if you, not that we do that on purpose. No,
1: he hates the smell of burps.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah we don't burp we don't in his burp face in on his purpose. Face. But sometimes he'll be cuddling Snugling. with us and our face is just right there and we'll burp and he will run away. He's like, ugh. But then if you fart, he will run towards your fart.
2: Yeah, he, he loves
0: it. He wants to smell your fart. He wants to gobble it up. <laughs> <me> that fart. <laughs> So, Grace is on her way from OC. She said it's an hour and a half drive, so I almost said bless her heart. What am I, from the South?
1: Bless her heart.
0: (laughs) Bless her heart. Thank you, Grace, for driving an hour and a half with probably a lot of traffic from OC to LA. And I'm pretty excited to talk to her. She's like my spiritual guru, even though she doesn't know that.
1: Didn't she do like a session over here with you?
0: Yes, she did a healing session where she had me lay on a table in the living room and she put crystals on all of my chakras. She lit Palo Santo and it put me in a deep meditative state. I was like that for an hour. And then she was just saying affirmations over me. The reason she is my hero is her level of sexual freedom.
1: Yeah, it's pretty inspiring. She didn't give a shit.
0: She didn't give two fucks. (laughs) No,
1: only one.
0: Only one. Not even one. I'm in an Offer, and I can't wait to talk to her.
1: Me too. <sighs>
0: Yay, I'm so glad you're here. I'm here. It's been fun doing it with you. It has been fun. I've really loved it.
1: I'm glad you do all the work, though. You do all the editing, and I just sit back and talk into this mic.
0: That's true, but I like it. Dance,
1: sing, and here we go.
0: You would think if it's not okay for you regularly, then it wouldn't be okay for you with a baby.
2: And I feel like that about a lot of things, like even eating like deli meat it's the same thing it's the yeah. same risk for a pregnant person as a non-pregnant person to consume like undercooked meat or deli meat like both
0: of us yeah. could get sick i know when i yeah. i didn't even know that you couldn't eat heroin and meat crystal meth is really pregnant. frowned upon yeah. if, you're <laughs> if
1: you're pregnant
0: right if you're yeah. pregnant yeah. <laughs> stay away <laughs> yeah i know i didn't even know um that you couldn't have deli meat when you were pregnant, and I was just thinking, well, gosh, I don't really want to have deli meat just when I'm not pregnant right. for that reason.
1: Yeah, now I'm scared uh, of deli meat for sure.
0: Exactly. <laughs> um, I just realized I don't know that I told you Beau is joining the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> have see a that. microphone too. Yeah, I didn't see that. I, I know, but I just yeah. realized I. think You were on your like, way,
1: and Sarah was like, "I don't know if she knows you're a part of this." Yeah, or...
0: I know. Well, you said
2: we, so okay, uh, you said we a couple times, so I was like, I. I kind of
0: assumed. Okay, cool. It's so, been really
1: fun. I bet. Yeah. That's exciting. It's exciting. I think super it's fun. helpful for you too.
0: It is. It's just nice to have a third person to Another perspective. Off of. or, yeah. yeah. It's good. Did you good. like
1: my perspective on heroin and meth for <laughs> people who are pregnant?
0: <laughs> yeah. What were we have right oh, Yeah. <laughs> we, we needed that. Yeah, We needed that.
1: Good thing I'm here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Good thing to have a male perspective. <laughs> So funny. <laughs> well, are you ready to just jump in? Let's jump in. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Okay, great. Well, I definitely want to start with how we met because it's very random. <laughs> <laughs> it's so random. Mm-hmm. You weren't
1: both. You're not from Little Rock,
0: right? Mm-mm. Yeah. No. That's, no. That's you I grew understood. up in California, right? Yeah. And then I grew up in Arkansas. Campus Crusade wow. for Christ, which is now Crew. Yes. They have all these mini ministries within Campus Crusade. So your family worked for the Jesus, Jesus film, film. Yep. your parents. Mm-hmm. And, and mine family worked life? for, yeah, Family yeah. Life.
1: What is Jesus film?
2: The Jesus film is, it's literally a film that is the story of Jesus, and they translate it into, like, it's, like, over 2,000 languages now. Oh, my god! So they, 2000? like, raise the money. They go, like, two different countries to get the translations. They do, like, um... Mother tongue kind of thing. So like someone that's never seen a film in their language because it's so specific to their tribe Right. They Translate the jesus film and take it there and play it for them. Wow. It's like be powerful. in the I'm fields sure. Did you ever go
0: on one of those trips? Yeah Interesting. Did. What did were, were those like?
2: I started traveling with my parents when I was Three we went to spain um Spanish Yeah <laughs> 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 there's that male perspective. Wow, we love it. <laughs> what are we
1: doing? are Catalonian, do? their language, I think.
2: Um, I also went when I was six. Went to Tobago. My family lived in Italy for a year, which might have been around the time that I met you.
0: or Maybe. At, it might have
2: been. It was either right before or right after.
0: It sounds familiar. We were in
2: high school. We were
0: right yeah you were in high school yeah we were we all were yeah you guys were so you and your sister i met y'all and y'all were very exotic to me because you're from california so just from arkansas (laughs) i didn't think i knew anyone from california and y'all were so cool and i was like oh my god can i be them please that's so Um, funny (laughs) yeah um okay so what this is is every year i think or every other year maybe I think it was every other summer. Okay, every other so. summer, crew gets all their little ministries together for a big. What do you even call it? A conference. Conference. Yeah. There were ten thousand people, I think. Um, yeah. That would come. Yeah. Giant conference. Ten, 10 thousand people. Yes, and they would have things like a Chris Tomlin concert, yes. Switchfoot concert. I think Lecrae was there yes also these all-star pastors like francis chan Yeah, oh, sure and i don't remember any other and
2: they reason. had like the they had the high school part so like the parents the adults would be like in the main arena or whatever mm-hmm. listening to their speakers and doing whatever they do but then we would do like they would take us to like amusement parks water parks they would have like do you remember that, like, huge food fight that they orchestrated? Yes. They oh had, like, gosh, buckets of, bad. like, beans and, like, whipped cream.
0: <laughs> I think they had ketchup and mustard. Yeah, it was, like,
2: nasty.
0: It was so gross. But it was a dream of mine to always be in a food fight. Yeah. So I, even though it was disgusting, yes. I was really glad to be able to check it off. Yes, and list. it was so
2: fun. It, it was. really, really fun. And I think that the year that we met, we had just, like, a big solid group of people that we hung out with the whole summer and it was just so fun it
0: was i know i think there was 10 of us yeah and we just where we were everything at,
2: we did together that it was, was so fun, so fun. Yeah. i
0: know it really was special i yes. kind of loved it yeah looking back honestly and yeah. we had 10th avenue north yes uh they were the worship every day for just the kids yes and they were so good 10th avenue really good. north
1: I don't They're r- just a Christian
0: brand. Um, they got pretty big after that for a while, right? Yeah, they did. I
2: don't know if they still are, but
0: they I'll, were good. Yeah, they were the great. Yeah, the guy was cute, I remember. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I was like, yeah. Lead singer was they cute. Were solid. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so we met there and then really didn't talk again Mm-mm. for like
2: years. 10 years, yeah. probably.
0: Mm-hmm. And both went our own
2: on our own journeys.
0: We sure did. Yeah. So the way we got reconnected was on Instagram. You were a suggested follow for me, mm. and I clicked on you. It was your Rising from Ashes yeah. page, and yeah. I clicked on you, and I was like, Oh my gosh, I know this girl. <laughs> I met her like ten years ago. Wow. So Completely God. different person. God Seriously. brought us all together.
1: <laughs> God being the algorithm for Instagram. <laughs> That's our new god, of Exactly
0: course. the algorithm, <laughs> the oh, all-seeing algorithm, omnipresent so all algorithm. I don't think I reached out to you for a while How after I followed you. I just mm-hmm. followed you, and I it clicked for me who you were, mm-hmm. and so I just knew from what you posted that you were not in the same space as you were in high school. Yeah. And neither was I. Yeah. And you were just such an encouragement for me for months and months where mm. whatever you posted, I was just tracking with you. Like every single caption, I was read to bow, and oh. I would be like, this girl totally gets it. And I just feel- it resonated. Like, yes, it absolutely resonated yeah. with me.
1: I remember being so confused who you were because I was like, and she's, how do you Your friend from high school? No, you know I met her at <laughs> this. It was like no. so confusing to me that you had such a strong relationship with someone. Yeah. That you hung out with for a couple of weeks. How yeah. Long it? Yeah.
2: Pretty much. We bonded. That was a the bonding experience. Yeah. CSU was always so bonding. You leave and you're like heartbroken, yes. just shattered. Everybody goes
0: to like. Every corner of the globe after that, because it's people from all over the world. Yeah. Back then, social media wasn't very big either. Yeah. So it's not like you would keep track with them. Facebook was um, like just coming out. Right? Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah, it was. I think like so.
2: 2007 or something. Yeah. I guess they're old now. What I guess. We are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So I just have a lot of questions for you yeah. because. Seriously, looking at your Instagram, I was just beyond amazed by just how much you had grown and how far you had overcome, really, (laughs) with our upbringings. And I just wanted to kind of pick your brain about that, especially your embracing your sexuality. Mm. Because for me, um, that was probably the number one thing that I struggled to reclaim Mm -hmm. after being... Uh, absorbed in purity culture and so it's been a journey to like slowly (laughs) rebuild that back up Mm -hmm. and looking at you and the things you post it was just so clear that you have absolutely unlocked that within yourself so I just wanted to Mm -hmm. like yeah I just (laughs) wanted to like talk to you about that and get your perspective of how that unfolded for you yeah
2: um wow in order to like really tell you, I have to like back up and share like, yeah, how I got to that point essentially. So um, I was also raised in like purity culture and sex was held at a very, very high level, like on a pedestal, right? Like you save yourself for marriage and that's what you do. Um, And my freshman year of college, I was still a virgin. And I was actually sexually abused. I was raped my freshman year of college. And that, like, spiraled me into, like, just sexual chaos, if you will. Um, Because all of a sudden, this thing that I held so tightly onto was just, like, taken from me. And I'm like, okay, well, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Like, it can't mean anything. And I was so young. Like, I was 18 years old. Like, I didn't know. I didn't tell anybody. Like, I was just, like what just happened fast forward to like the end of my school year i ended up telling my family what happened um i started going to therapy i left the school that i was at i moved to san diego i was seeing a therapist that i loved and actually she was a buddhist the therapist she was a jewish buddhist (laughs) I forget how she combined them in a word, but she called herself something that was like those two (laughs) things combined. And she actually taught me like meditation and she would like give me crystals. She was the first person to give me crystals to like keep near me. Every single session she would ask me if I wanted to meditate first. And it was like the first time that I really started to feel this inner peace with myself. And... She really taught me like the power of no. She was like, I just just start saying no to people because like I wasn't saying no because I was scared to say no, essentially, you know, right. and I would always tell her that I'm like, shoot, she would like check in with me and be like, did you have sex this week? <laughs> like literally like and she would just encourage me to be like, say no, say mm. no. Um, and very sadly, the way that the story went was that i was raped again oh my god while i was in therapy with her when i was living in san diego oh my gosh um and that was like shattering for me it was like what on earth like i felt like i was doing everything right and i said no and it didn't work again and i was like oh my god you know
0: that feels like something that's a tragedy that would just happen once yeah. in a lifetime, it's not never, twice. Yes. in, like, two times. Oh, yeah. Shit. yeah.
2: It's been, like, a matter of a couple of years. And so at that point, it felt like that was more of, like, my rock bottom moment. And it didn't – that – after that experience, my response was a lot different. So it didn't, like, send me into chaos as much. Like, I told my therapist about it, like – the next time I saw her, I saw her like I think a couple days later, and I told her about it, and she helped me like call the police, and I reported it. Um, I went through like a recorded phone call with the guy, like trying to get him to like say something about it. Wow.
0: Um,
2: I was like How at the police go? station. It was horrible. Yeah, that sounds.
1: <laughs> it was
2: horrible, and you know what's crazy. The detective that was working on my case, I think their job is, like, partially to, like, poke holes because, obviously, like, there's going to be a defense of him that's going to do that to me, right? Mm. If we actually went to court, that's, right. that's like, what would happen. And so he was, like, very much his energy was, like, doubtful. Like, it was just this, like... It was a man. It was a man.
1: Okay.
2: It was a man, and I'm just this young girl, like having to tell my story over and over and over again like without having done any of the work to heal yet Mm -hmm. and um the, the night that I did the recorded phone call the cop he like was home with his family or something he like planned it for like a nighttime thing so that he was caught off guard or whatever and I think that he thought that I couldn't hear him for like a second when he was connecting the phone calls and he said something about like, do you think that she can tell that I'm drunk or like something like that? Like this cop was like not even in his right oh, mind. The when cop? He did. Yes.
0: <gasps>
1: that's encouraging yeah not and this at all. is
0: exactly why women don't want to report i know what when this happens to them it's like will they even be believed right. will it be taken seriously right exactly And clearly he's like oh i can do this drunk I, this is right. not serious right exactly that's what it's showing you and so that
2: was really obviously really upsetting to me yeah um my mom was in the room with me and so i i start the conversation i think that he knew that it was coming um based a on the way that wiretapped
1: he... phone call or a phone call
2: it was like a three-way call it seems kind of weird looking back on it now <laughs> i have no but idea what the anyways he didn't is. he didn't say anything and after being on the phone with him for like maybe five minutes my mom was like just go off on him like just just Say everything you want to say. I love that. I love that advice. I know. So I just like cussed him out and was like, how fucking dare you? Like, and hung up the phone. And that was pretty much it. But the process of reporting it was so empowering to me. Then I went on to do more therapy. I did um, EMDR, which I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with, but it's basically like Specific it's like trauma therapy. Mm -hmm. So it's moving the idea is that it moves the traumatic events from the emotional side of your brain to the logical side of your brain. And it like worked wonders Mm. for me. Like it changed my entire life. Like even just being able to sit here and talk to you guys about this. It was obviously it was years ago, but I can speak about it in a logical way and remember it without feeling like I'm being destroyed all over again you know mm-hmm. what I mean mm-hmm. um, and that's where rising from ashes was really birthed from was being like I was knocked down multiple times and like I will be damned if I don't use this for something beautiful and like impact and help other people with this and I guess <laughs> circling all the way back to reclaiming my sexuality Was becoming comfortable like in my own skin again and being able to express myself and heal through like my body and through movement and through sensuality. Like, I think that sensuality is so healing and it's so crucial to the feminine experience. And Rising from Ashes was, was and is all about like empowering women to like just be women you know what i mean like just be powerful and so i think through the process of my healing that's when i really started to like love my body love my movement love like the sensual aspect and not feel shame around it anymore but feel like love for it and like pride in it and like that my expression of it was so helpful and healing in this process for me. And so that's kind of like how it started and came to be. And I think that just built on itself over time, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, it does. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. I mean, it's even more, way more hurdles that you've conquered than (laughs) I even knew about. So, I mean, I think it's amazing that I noticed how impactful and inspiring your sexuality was to me not even knowing any of this yeah the fact that you were like you know what I'm gonna rise from ashes and I'm gonna not let someone take this away from me forever um I just know that you've helped so many people I think that just in our society it's just more common for a lot of women to not feel to feel powerless and helpless and not feel Confident. What I wanted to ask you about is so many of your posts, I absolutely love. You might be in underwear mm-hmm. or like you might be in a very like sexual pose mm-hmm. and I worry what people think yeah. of me and I worry how people perceive me. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to ask you like, do you struggle with that? Like worrying how you're perceived or does it just come naturally that you're like, I don't really give a fuck what people think or have Hopefully. you like overcome that? And what was that like for you?
1: How many fucks? Yeah. How <laughs> many fucks
0: do you give? How many fucks do you give? Um, not many. I don't <laughs> give many. I love that. Um,
2: I think one thing for me is that I truly believe that like our bodies, especially as women, are art to me when i'm taking a photo of my body it is creative expression it's not like i'm sitting here like how can i make myself look the sexiest like i i never think that i'm never that's never what my process is it's like how can i celebrate the human the feminine form and so when i do post things like that That's what it is. It's, like, creative expression, and it's, like, again, even circling back to, like, the healing expression and stuff um, of this is me being, like, vulnerable and creative and expressive of what I'm experiencing right now. And I truly believe that (laughs) that's, like, part of my calling.
0: (laughs) I see it. I agree. And
2: so it's so funny because I've actually – I about two years ago i kind of started like a podcast a youtube channel i was like gonna move to la i was gonna try to like really get into the scene of like being like an influencer and a model and doing all this stuff and the more that i tried and i had i realized that i had to like plan the things out and like make like a calendar for like what i was gonna talk about i was like i can't do this like this is just me expressing myself as it comes to me and like that's it like i can't tell you what i feel like i'm gonna be learning next week i have no idea that is up to god that is up to the universe what 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 comes to me and what i'm going through at that point i don't know
1: Yeah, it's interesting. It's not typically conducive of like success on social media. Yes. We were talking about the algorithm earlier. You have to sacrifice to that
2: God. Yes, 100%. It is weird.
0: That is just not how creativity flows. Not at all. It's like a contradiction for creatives
2: to like really plan that far in advance to me. Yeah.
0: It really is. I totally relate to that. And I think it's admirable of you to follow that instead of just like, pushing through and trying to do the capitalism influencer life yeah. <laughs> that's not well authentic said. to you. Yeah. I'm like very passionate about this because I feel like people or capitalism or whatever kind of preaches that you can't have success and be authentic to yourself mm-hmm. in this form where you are posting when you feel like it, you're mm-hmm. posting when you when something comes to you versus consistency yeah, and I just say fuck that I don't agree with that I feel like when we're authentic to ourselves the right people will be listening they'll find it and it will resonate with them more than something that you're just cranking out content Mm -hmm.
2: authenticity has always been the most important thing to me too so I'm just I couldn't do it I just couldn't it's I feel you. Do it.
1: Huge core value of mine too. Yeah. I have to be authentic. Authentic.
2: Yeah. yeah it's Genuine. essential. What I was saying about like putting myself out there with like the podcast and the YouTube channel and all of that. I went through another level of like maybe I don't really want people to know everything that I have going on. And I don't know if that was like an age thing or like a it might have been associated with getting pregnant. I don't really know. I think that I've gotten a lot more protective of like my energy and my space since then but it was kind of like i don't know if i like want to put myself out there like that anymore like i really want to be like more choosy with what i put out and i know that i'm supposed to use what i've been through to help other people but maybe it like looks a little bit differently and yeah i feel like i'm still kind of figuring that out
0: yeah i can totally relate to that too i go through phases where i'm very public and open and vulnerable with all of like my your book stuff. yeah exactly <laughs> it, and then after the book it was like okay I don't want to share anything else for like three years <laughs> you know because <laughs> it kind of takes a toll on you at least for yeah. me it's like I'm in an energy where I'm ready to share I'm ready to like be open be vulnerable and then it's almost like I need some months to recover because yes. it does take a lot out of me yeah so but I want to hear more about the separation, because mm-hmm. I actually remember I saw your post on Facebook. You announced that you had guy that y'all had made the decision to separate. Mm-hmm. Y'all were so respectful of each other in the post. It was just like we love each other so much. We're just growing in separate directions and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was the
1: context? Back. Y'all were engaged or dating or what? No, was we any? had been married. we have been married. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So we had been married long? for. for 5 4 years. Okay. Yeah, so we are fully married and <laughs> there's layers to that for sure. Like so we I think announced that in the summertime probably. Um
0: and what year was this?
2: This was 2021. Okay. So, we had moved to Cincinnati in December of 2020. Um, his family lives there and we were kind of in a place where like, we didn't really know what our next move was and he hadn't lived near his family in a really long time. Um, it was like a change of scenery. It's so much more affordable out there. We're like, let's just like go out there and see what happens. It's kind of like our relationship. We're like, let's just do it. (laughs) Um, Cincinnati, it was actually a really cool city, surprisingly. Like I ended up... Meeting some really cool people and like enjoying a lot of it. We moved in December, which was a terrible idea. Because it was snowing, okay. and I didn't know yeah. anybody yet. I was, like, in our tiny little apartment by myself in the snow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> From
0: California. <laughs> yeah.
2: California girls
0: uh, in the snow. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, that's different. This is so random, but I remember that one season of The Bachelor where they went to Cincinnati. I don't know if you watched that show. <laughs> we don't watch it, it anymore. I've seen it a few but, times. Um, but... That was just so funny. It was, like, they make a big announcement to all the, I guess it was all the girls in this case okay, so like we're going to Paris and it's like the big trip and everyone freaks out and this time they said we're going to Cincinnati.
2: <laughs> Wait, was that where like one of them was from? No, like, it, it was just it was, random.
1: I think it might have been COVID era where no they didn't have a lot of options. Way.
2: They couldn't go international. They chose the Midwest? Yes. Yeah. yeah. and Imagine <laughs> signing up for that season. You're like, damn God, boy, it. I thought I was going to travel. We could have gone to like
1: Morocco or somewhere
2: cool, but no. Even like, cooler cities is. in America.
0: I feel like the producers had to sit them down and say, all right, guys, wherever they stay, you have to act really excited <laughs> or else their faces would have been like what the fuck what?
2: but i'm
1: sure Cincinnati's a great city yeah
2: uh, no no i'm sure it's they have weird. a lot of good restaurants so we'll give them that okay and lots of good food there
1: i'll uh take your word for it
2: uh, yeah <laughs> we might go one you don't time need to you life. don't need to go should there should we go
1: but, to cincinnati yeah. on vacation
0: <laughs> that would kind of funny actually pick just a random city and just make it a vacation
1: yeah
2: (laughs) if you do go go in the spring because the summer is terrible and the winter is terrible it's hot in the summer spring was a vibe though like flowers blooming like the weather was perfect it was really beautiful i have
1: like barely touched the midwest
2: yeah i mean there's no need. need (laughs) People <laughs> say it's beautiful though Like
1: the Great Lakes I don't know
2: Oh Well we There's had stuff. the Ohio River That was like brown Oh Yeah So that was hard for me I'm yeah. a water girl So I was like It was rough Not better yeah.
0: than the ocean You know I'm no. big on water no. too Gotta have the Pacific Yes <laughs> you
2: guys are California people now. I'm partial
1: to the I Gulf, know. which water is also brown. Water no, just
2: <laughs> Gotta have the water. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so, so anyways, we moved there in December. And then after a few months, like in April, um, Jalen was just like going through some things and like realizing without... Sharing too much information about him because it was a, a very personal thing for him. Just realizing certain things that he hadn't healed from, from his past. And that led to him feeling like he could not be in a relationship with me. And so he told me that in April. So we moved there in December. He told me this in April. And like, mind you, we got married when I was 21 years old. He was like the only... Like, love that I ever really knew. Like, there were people that I, like, l- like maybe loved, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, he was my person. Like, that was it for me. Like, I really, truly... And I was raised to not believe in divorce either. It was something that I just... I didn't think that... I It wasn't even, like, that I judged people that did it. It was just, like, that would never happen to me. Right. You know? And so... This was a very intense time. So it was um, more
0: one-sided than, yeah. it was, yes. than I interpreted it. At first. At yeah. first
2: it was, yes. Yeah. Very yeah. much, he came to me and said, I don't think I can be in this marriage anymore. And I was like floored. Damn. Absolutely floored. So after some time, um, it got to the point where it was like, I didn't want to be with him if it wasn't what was best for him like i still loved him so much and was like if if this is better for you then like i release you to that like it was my like last and final attachment in my life that i felt like i couldn't live without and god was just like you're not gonna have any more attachments (laughs) Like, we're done with attachments. And it was, like, this wild, magical time of me just sitting from, like, April to July. I left Cincinnati. So, for those months, I spent 90% of my time, like, in meditation and, like, flowing, moving my body. Really just, like, releasing him and recognizing, like how much more powerful i was without any attachments i was like this is insane like if i'm not attached to anything Hmm. like i am free as a bird like i literally like nothing can get to me if i'm not attached to anything right like nothing can upset you anymore if you're not attached to anything and it was like this crazy experience for me
1: okay 90 percent of your time i want to ask more
2: about 90% that. of my time that I like wasn't working right so right. like it, when I was home because it was so painful for me like especially at the beginning the only time that I could find any sort of peace was like in a meditation <laughs> like yeah. I had to like mm. really control like my breath and like my mindset and where my thoughts would go and um
1: did it feel like work did it feel like a lot of effort going into that, or was it more you were just so you, like, craving that to. piece that you? I
2: think it was more so craving the piece yeah. that it was like it wasn't like I have to force myself to go there. I, my personality is very much I don't know, I guess this is a personality thing, I don't know, but like I hate feeling bad. Yeah. I can't sit here and say that people like feeling bad, but, like, I think some people kind of do. <laughs> well, people I'm a Pisces, sit in so in I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I like so that So if this happened to you, you would probably...
0: I would listen to it. Like, Adele. wallow in it. Oh, I would wallow in it for yeah. yeah. months and months and months. <laughs> Milk it. Months and months and months. I would eventually come out of it. Let's hope yeah. so, God. But, um... Yeah.
2: No, No, I'm like I'm the type of person that like I want to feel good all the time to a fault. Like I don't want to be upset. I don't want things to be bad. I don't want to be in pain like I'm going to feel my pain and then I'm going to move on real quick as fast as I can. And so I think that that's kind of the space that I was in where I was like, I can't feel like this. Like it was the most pain I had ever felt like Mm I had never been heartbroken before we basically came to the conclusion like we we kind of like talked about me staying there and like him getting another apartment in the same building and i was like i'm not staying here like what what would i like it's i cold. really right, <laughs> yeah. like it's cold and like i don't know anybody the food's i have no not support <laughs> right the river
0: is brown <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> like i don't really have a support system like no so I found a roommate in San Diego. Never met her before I signed the lease and paid the deposit. Great. OK. She was nice. amazing.
0: Good.
2: Where I lived was amazing. It was like a beautiful space. She was so clean. Like I like it was amazing. It was a really, really good situation. Does that mean
1: you were the bad roommate? You were the
0: <laughs> no, I was very clean
2: as well. And I kept to myself. Sweet like I just yeah, it was really cool. Um, That's awesome. It worked out really well, so I I moved back in July and <laughs> literally this is so this is like a movie. He Jalen calls me like basically a week after I left and was like, "I made the biggest mistake of my life, like yeah. I don't want to live my life without you." And I was like, <laughs> "What?" You know, I just spent the last however many months releasing you, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Like you're gonna have to put in a lot of work, buddy. Like that was the vibe for sure. Yeah. I was like, totally. you're joking, and he was like, oh, oh, okay. Was he just expecting you to be like, yeah, I think so?
1: <laughs> I would expect that. I don't from know.
2: You <laughs> for yeah. Sure. Like it was. It was so jarring to me so
0: then the ball kind of was in your court
2: it was and it was really intense because I was at this place where I was like I haven't been alone since I was 20 and I was like ready for that I was ready Mm -hmm. to just like do me and like not be attached and like he had hurt me so badly that like I didn't trust him at all. Yeah,
0: how can you? Right. Jump right back in. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, cuz it
1: theoretically it could happen again in a month.
2: 100%. 100%. Okay.
0: It was too soon.
2: It was so soon. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> soon, and I think he realized that. So, basically from July until we like officially got back together in February of 22. April of twenty one to February of twenty two. And then
1: we got dinner
2: with y'all when?
0: Like a few months after that, I feel like. So we
2: moved back to so we were I moved back to Cincinnati. <laughs> I oh drove my gosh. ass back to oh, Cincinnati. Oh my god. So let me just back up That's a little traumatic bit. In let me <laughs> let me go,
0: let me go back because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: there's some really beautiful parts of this okay. story. Yes. And we I'm need to talk
0: about OnlyFans jumping in out of this during right? that period. Okay. Yeah.
2: So he like worked his ass off to like show me that he was like going to therapy multiple times a week he was like doing like the down and dirty hard work to like heal and like become the man that i needed and deserved like in front of my eyes he was like morphing into this person that like i could only dream of He he was just doing any and everything that I asked, like almost (laughs) to the point where like I look back on it sometimes and I like feel a little bit bad because of like where we're at now.
1: I think it's all fair. (laughs) I think, yeah,
2: right. So that's when I decided (laughs) to move back. I just (laughs) packed everything up in my little Kia Optima and my best friend drove across the country with me and I moved back to Cincinnati.
1: That's
2: sweet. Um, And from there, it was like... That's when our like healing journey really, really began. Um, And so we lived in Cincinnati from February until in March, my nephew passed away Um, suddenly at three months old. Three months. Yeah. He passed away from SIDS. My family just like needed us. Like it was like all hands on deck. Family needs to come together. So he and I moved back to Orange County in July of last year, I guess. So about a year ago, we yeah, moved back.
1: Yeah, so you're about due to move back to I'm Cincinnati. About,
2: I'm about due for another move, yeah. which is coming, actually. We're about to move again.
1: Are there? Is there a large amount of... Uh, booish therapist. I didn't. We didn't come up with the word for the Bullish. Jewish. I think oh. it was Jewish kind of. Buddhist. I think it
2: was booish.
1: In Cincinnati, I was scared I, to
0: give it a shot. Right. Uh, I feel like it sounds were, offensive. I don't know. Whatever I say. No <laughs> matter I, was, well, how I thought Judas. Say it. Judas
1: at first, but that's.
0: That sounds like, Jude- like Judas. Judas from the Bible. <laughs> um,
1: I would imagine there'd be more of those in San Diego, Orange County, but could be wrong. Yeah,
0: Are you where are you moving to? We're staying in Orange County for Okay, now. just a different apartment. Yeah,
2: yeah we're going to stay I around family a for a little so. bit. A little bit
1: further north.
0: <laughs> yeah. LA. LA. Here. Right? <laughs> I know my
2: sister lives like really close to you guys, actually. I know, we still need to get dinner with <laughs> oh, her. Oh,
0: that's right. I know,
1: we need to. We will. Totally forgot about that. Um. We should, we really should.
2: I know. Yeah, so basically, kind of like when we moved back here, we started putting a lot of effort into our relationship and like the way that it has like blossomed and grown and like it's like a whole new relationship and we have like so much admiration and respect and like deep love for each other at this point that like I wouldn't have traded the separation. Like Mm -hmm. I think that that had to happen in order for us to like really become new versions of ourselves. Mm -hmm. The love and like respect that we have for each other now is like a whole new level. I think that it was a blessing. And there's definitely like scars and pain from that time of us being apart. Mm -hmm. Um, And like even with doing OnlyFans when I was like single, separated from him. When we got, that's
1: <laughs> okay. Wow,
0: that is just so
1: rude.
0: is my mother, mom. You should have picked it up. Shout out pick to it up. mom. Just pick
1: it up for the podcast?
0: Shout out to mom. No, I not <laughs> Too unpredictable. Yeah, that, that, would, that would
1: derail the whole energy on it. Honestly,
2: especially with what we're talking about now. Yeah, Uh-oh. I
0: know. Mom, what do you think about OnlyFans? <laughs> hey,
1: Elizabeth, do you have an OnlyFans? <laughs>
0: she doesn't
1: not, She wouldn't even
2: know what that is. She doesn't know what that is. There's no. She way. doesn't need <laughs> to know. But, she, yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, essentially now it's like. I don't desire to express myself in that way because I enjoy being like only his Mm -hmm. and not in a way that's like, like a gross possessive way, Mm -hmm. but like, it's like intimacy. Like that's like sexy to me now to like just my, my body to like just be his, Mm -hmm. like that's like something that like turns me on now. Um, I don't know. I think that, Doing OnlyFans was like a good experience, like a good outlet. And I very much like used my like spirituality and sensuality as a part of that. Like it wasn't necessarily it wasn't like this like raunchy thing for me, but transitioning back into this like closeness and oneness with Jalen was like it wasn't even like a question to me. It was like this is this is where I'm at now. Mm-hmm.
1: It sounds like there were some things you gained from the whole experience.
2: Yeah. I think that I would say that I'm glad that it happened Yeah. Um, because of where we're at now. If we could have gotten to this place without going through that, yeah. I would choose that route. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right, right. Um, because there was a lot of pain, but I think he would probably say that he would rather it had never happened. Okay, like, yeah, <laughs> it like, was I'm good. <laughs> us being apart, was like t- obviously that would be a, a conversation to have with him, but like the way that he talks about it, like it was the worst time of his whole entire yeah. life. Like, damn, mm-hmm. the, what you thinking?
0: Right, <laughs> I, I have so many thoughts about this. One, I'm just thinking. Like the amount of work and healing that he had to do to mm-hmm. deserve your trust mm-hmm. and to be, to level up to be the person that you deserve to be with. Right. I have so much respect for him it's that he accomplished no. that because yeah. that is such hard work yeah, that he yeah. put into to gain your trust back. Yeah. My, I mean, this is really hitting a chord with me because my biggest fear is something happening with Bo yeah like he is even though I say that we talked about holding each other loose looser yeah Yeah. I would say that that conversation did result in us becoming a lot closer and a lot a new level of intimacy was born from that conversation Mm -hmm. which was amazing yeah but I if I'm being honest like I don't think i fully detached from Bo like I'm no, yeah. I'm pretty attached yeah. like, he's my person. Like, I love yes. it. Like, I don't want to... I don't yeah. want to be... I don't know
1: you can get it without me, without a situation like y'all's, or
0: yeah. Yeah. Ex- exactly.
2: Well, and if I'm being honest with you guys now, like, I am reattached to Jalen. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, feel I definitely feel yeah. attached. Like, I yeah. begged him to come with me today, because
0: I just yeah. wanted to be with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like,
2: <laughs> I, I... Just we
0: should have thought to invite him. He could have (laughs) bended
1: off the dog.
0: Right. True. (laughs) That would have been Jalen's job. He would have (laughs) shared his perspective
2: on all of this. Yeah. Yeah, Actually, we could have pulled up, plugged in another mic. That would have been. But I definitely feel like reattached to him, and I think even becoming pregnant, like I feel even extra attached to him. Like I want him in my vicinity like, at all times, (laughs) just because I feel safer. Like, I feel good and I feel safe. And that, for me, is, like, such a beautiful thing to feel because I never thought I was going to feel that way. Even when we started the process of getting back together, I was scared. I was, like, actually scared that I was never going to feel that way again. Mm. And I knew that I wanted to, like, give it a try and, like, be with him, but I didn't know that I would get to, like, this level of, like, connection and intimacy with him again. And so I can't say that I'm like not attached right. to my husband. Yeah. Now I, will, I sometimes I, mean, I wish because I'm like terrified that something will happen to him right. or to us. But
1: but you're just talking about that period when they were separated.
0: Well, well, I guess I just have so many thoughts about this. It's like, in a way, I wish I was unattached to Bo because if something happened, I would be destroyed. Yes. However, the fact that I would be destroyed means that I absolutely loved all i gave him all of my love yes I, i'm about to cry like yeah i have given you all of my love like i love you yeah and like that's why it would wreck me yes like there's no walls there's yes. no there is just we are one person we're yeah. like one enigma yeah and i love that yeah However, it does scare me so bad because if something like this happened and I'm not naive to to think that, like, who knows what can happen. Yeah. That said, it's so it's cool that you got the experience that you had a similar situation with Jalen. Like he was your everything Mm -hmm. in a way. And then you lost that Mm -hmm. for almost a year. Mm-hmm. and you survived and yeah. not only did you survive you thrived yeah. you were okay yeah. and more than okay you built yourself up to a more powerful version than you've ever been mm-hmm. on your own yeah and it's incredible that you guys got to be back together after that mm-hmm. but like how cool is that that we really are gonna be okay yeah even if we're unattached to to yeah. everything that we could think that we need yes we're okay on our own. Yeah,
2: yeah, and I think that's the moral of the story, is like even if you are attached, like at least for me, it's like I know I can get through something like that because I did. So it's like that makes me feel a little bit better about being so attached to him again, is it's like, I know I can get through it. Like, I can get through anything. I know that I can, and like not that I want to, not that any of us want to, but like Humans are resilient. Like, we can really boss up and get through anything that we need to get through. We really can. We have everything that we need inside of us to do that. As long as we just, like, do it, you know?
0: Yeah. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. This was so good. <laughs> this was so good. Yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> wow. Um, I'm, like, feeling i I'm, the like, the world. energized. The I'm energized by this combo. So what are you up to I'm nowadays? You're
1: so not, be... uh, you're... Stopped that one Instagram account. Are you? Yeah, doing are
0: you doing any healing?
2: Um, yeah, so I am actually in massage therapy school right okay. now. Um, I'm actually, well, right now I'm taking a leave of absence for pregnancy. <laughs> now that I'm oh, that. in my third trimester, I wasn't getting as much out of it as I could have. I, it's actually funny. I started school and found out I was pregnant like three weeks into school oh perfect it's like wow the timing is impeccable my first trimester was rough too so were you
0: nauseous
2: I heard that's your biggest fear It it
0: is I was my
2: first trimester was really hard but second trimester was beautiful like I to be honest with you like it really has been such a cool experience for me. And it's been like very spiritual and like sensual and like getting to like love my body through this process has been like a very cool experience too. I'm like, I literally told my sister and my best friends the other day, I was like pregnancy nudes though. Like that's (laughs) something that like people don't talk about, but like, like celebrating your body while you're pregnant is really cool. Like really very cool. And like, I don't know. So that's been really cool. Um, so school, I'm. I was working in a restaurant while I was going to school. I'm about to be done with that because it's getting way too hard on my body. Sure. <laughs> so
1: are you going to use the massage therapy in your
2: healing, healing practice. practices? Yeah. So that's that's the plan. That's why I went to school is because I felt like it kind of bridges the gap a little bit between like regular everyday people and like reiki and chakra healing and stuff Mm where that's like that feels a little bit out of reach for a lot of people and their understanding but if i could be a massage therapist it's like also a healer (laughs) and like do both like a a massage therapist that's a healer just like imagine the type of like healing they can do on your body right yeah so that's my that's my long-term goal along with being just like a super dope mom that's what i really want to be
1: (laughs) i have a feeling you will be i I want to ask about the chakra healing is that what you did over here with with sarah yeah and then what's the difference between that and the reiki
2: i feel like they kind of they do overlap in a lot of ways so the chakra healing is um Essentially like I use crystals that are associated with each of the chakras and like place them on the body and we focus on the seven major major chakras Mm -hmm. in like clearing them and um, Creating like a flow through the body so that there's no like stagnant or stopped energy If there's like a chakra that's blocked then the energy can't flow as freely through your body Um, Reiki is You work with the chakras as well in Reiki, but you also, like, just work all over the body. And essentially, you use your chi energy, life force energy that comes from your hands Mm. to... And you're using that when you're doing chakra healing as well. But um, there's, like, certain hand placements and stuff like that that you use on the body to, like, heal different things. So some people use it for, like, healing of... I mean, it's not medically... Um, like obviously talk to your doctor, yada, yada, right. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not giving medical advice, yeah. <laughs> but people use it to like heal illnesses and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah,
1: yeah. We've had a doctor actually recommend Reiki to yeah. Sarah, like a, anyways, what type of doctor was it, that? That was a,
0: I, well, long, a long, holistic? long story short. No, I had a panic attack mm-hmm. and I'd never had a panic attack before. I thought you were having a heart attack or something. I thought I was dying. Yeah. And so I had Bo rush me to the ER because I thought I was dying. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Now I can kind of identify. Yeah. And in the ER, my body shut down, and for an hour, I couldn't move or respond. Mm. Oh, my gosh. It was very traumatic. It was very hard. Yeah. But the doctors there... They thought something neurologically might have Mm. happened Mm -hmm. after an hour slowly my my senses and everything came back and I could respond so they suggested I get a a appointment with a neurologist so I go to the neurologist and uh, she does a whole test on me I pass with flying colors and basically she was like hey I I think that you might have had a emotional like Mental health experience. experience. I don't think she said panic attack, but she said I would suggest um Reiki healing for you. Wow, That's this cool. I know. I will. I was like, oh, I yeah. was like, uh, I was thanks shocked.
1: for nothing, doc. Yeah, no, I was <laughs> shocked. But, but you did the chakra healing here, and I've never done it, so my mm-hmm. experience is just how it went for Sarah, mm-hmm. and it was. I mean, you can speak to it, but it was very transformative and.
0: It extremely was. helpful and you also you weren't like thanks for nothing doc we both that re- that suggestion right was, but it, it resonated yeah. with us did you it did. work it really with did. me after that yes. happened exactly. yes okay. and after. so then i booked you yeah because i was like okay i think this is more along the lines of what yeah. i need yeah right i
2: remember now. you saying something about like feeling anxiety and stuff and that's what you wanted it for so that's interesting i didn't yeah. know the extent of it
0: yeah i had like had anxiety issues and then that happened and then I was like oh man I need to really Address address this
1: yeah yeah that did resonate I do remember that
2: yeah yeah there's something to be said for like intentionality intentional energy like going into our bodies and like like I touched on in meditation like that that was the only thing that brought me peace like being intentional is so big in terms of anxiety and depression and like what we go through you know it's like if you can like zero in on like into yourself <laughs> instead of all the external things like affecting us it can bring so much peace and that's why I'm so passionate about like the healing space and everything like that it's really um,
0: cool it's such a good idea to go the massage therapist route cause you're so right it's like Reiki and chakra, like, mm-hmm. people may get a little turned off by that or they're yeah. resistant or to that, yeah. they're skeptical, they don't really know, it's unfamiliar, it's unknown, it's uncomfortable, but massage is like, oh, everybody yeah. likes massage. Well, and in
1: Southern California, everyone's like right there, mm-hmm. or they're into it, or they're Mm -hmm. exploring it so that's
2: and with with Jalen being in the gym scene so much Mm. being able to do like um, cupping and like sports Mm -hmm. massage and stuff on people from the gym has been like a really cool
0: clientele for me too
1: perfect
2: so it's like
0: yeah it's all there I'm so excited for y'all Thank you. About to have your baby boy. I know. Oh my gosh. That's exciting. I'm Very so happy. Excited. You guys are a power couple for sure. Goals. Thank you. So I'm <laughs> glad you. you all are back together. It's taken
2: work, but yes. We are in such a beautiful place. I like I'm so grateful. Every day I'm grateful for real.
0: It's cool you guys you won't take each other for granted you no, know it's never. like oh you knew what it's like to be apart and then now it's like oh my gosh okay we're mm-hmm. together yeah. you are my person i'm not taking you for granted yes that's 100%, amazing 100 i love it
1: should we split up
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's just do like a three-day three version of this <laughs> okay all right <laughs> we're like i'm single for three days come <gasps> oh and get me God. boys
1: you can start Our a
0: <laughs> i'm not rolling it out I'm hey, open. i'd subscribe <laughs> he's your yeah. one subscriber yeah. while you're, <laughs> Sorry, right. you're like wait no <laughs> this is not the point not you Oh my yeah. oh, <laughs> i That's love so it funny. i love it oh thank you so much for coming yeah, on it was amazing of course